Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ches in Sota. Yesterday we left off the two dots near the top of the page. Shisham Mashkan Sota. We said we take her up there to the <coughs> to the uh, uh, Harabayas and uh, into the Shar Nikner because that's where they give the Sotas to drink. So Bishlam Sotas of Sedevan Mekoyin Esaisha Lefnei Hashem. Lefnei Hashem means basically in the base of Mikdash and the Azorah. So if we felt that they're tahor, they're not they're tame, they can't go into the Azara, they go into the Shar Nikner in the wall there. Uh says over there also Lifne Hashem. So I understand the Mitsura also goes there in Shar Nikner. He can't go into the Azar because he's Tame, so he goes into the Shar Nikner, he stands basically as close as possible to the basin to the holiest place. To the Azara as he can. Eli Oletus, my time. Why does he let us go in there? Why does she stay in there? Because she comes there to be near her carbon. She brings the two birds, and it's a mitzvah to stand there. You should stand, if you're bringing a carbon, you should stand there. That's the preferable thing to do. Rashi brings down the Apostle, says, Tishmaru, you should guard it. You see from over there that it's proper for a person. It's not that he's not Yosef. He doesn't. But a person who brings his carbon, mitzvah uh, should stand there, even though he might not be able to enter all the way, stand as close as he can. If he comes into the Azar, stands near the Azar. Obviously, he doesn't do the Avoda. The coin the coins does the Avoda. It doesn't, it, maybe the person could do the Shechita if he's if he, in his Azar, if he's capable of doing Shechita, but he has to be capable of it. But uh, those who are not able to can stand as close as they can, which is the Shar Nikner. So, but if that's the case, if the Yoletus comes, not because the Pasuk says she has to come near there, but simply because you should stay in your carbon, Yachi Zav and Zavasnami, why don't Zav, people who are Zav and Zav, who also they have to bring a carbon? Remember, Zav, a man who, uh, who had uh, three Reis in one day, he has to not only keep Zion Akim, but also bring carbon, and a woman who had three, uh, three O's over three different days during the period between Nida and Nida, during the, not, between the 11 days between each Nida period, uh, she also has to bring a carbon in there. It's not mentioned. They also have to. He mentioned one of them. He doesn't mean to say that, uh, that they don't have to. Everybody should bring a carbon. Obviously, Sota, which is uh, Sota, you may think is not the same. She's not doing it uh, willingly, etc. But by, by Sota, Mitzorah, it says Lefnei Hashem. The other ones is because it's proper to be as close as you can to your carbon. Let's say there's two sotas, and people say, listen, it's a whole process. Bring out the book. What are the rules again? Oh, we've got a couple of them. Let's line them up. Let's do two of them at the same time. So one should not get encouragement, or uh, um, uh, she's, going to be, um, uh, she's going to be more defiant. You know, she'll have more confidence from the other one. In other words, let's say there's two women there. One of them was Naki. She really did not commit adultery. She... She may look bad, but she didn't commit adultery. So she says, I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink. I'm going to prove my innocence here. I want to go back to my husband. I'm going to prove my innocence. The other one's guilty. The other one's guilty. The other one says, listen, if she, if she's, if she's going to drink, I'll drink too. Looks like she's uh, pretty confident that she's going to come out. I'll drink too. We don't want that to happen. Remember, we always discourage them. Before the water bottle out the Hashem, we want to discourage them. So we don't want her to encourage, discourage, encourage her in any way. So we say, don't do two at the same time. Because if one of them is... Defiant, the other one will say, I'm also defiant. That's not the reason why, because it's the, you're making a svara psychology over here. 
Ella Omar the Pusik says, Oh Salabad, the Pusik says, Vishbia Kohen Osa. She's got to be by herself. Osa, we've had before in other cases also in the Torah that it's got to be done by itself, not, uh, not, n- nobody else can be there at the same time. Shaila about if you have two wives and they both made an editor, can you both do them at the same time you had in the Dharm? Everyone's got to be by itself. Ella Omar Osalabad, because they have a Tanakama civil. So what is a Tanakama also? There's a Pusik there. What are you giving the Svar, the psychology of, of uh, Liba Gaspa Haverta? This is Tanakama of Shimini. Tanakama also was a possibility. The Tanakama comes of Shimon, the Dorish, the time of the Kra. Like we said many times, many rabbis get up and say, why did the Torah tell us to do this? Yorah, Torah, Lusuf, Da'at, Shaladam, etc., etc. It's nice. You can always give a drush and say, why did the Torah say this? The Torah told us. The Torah told us to put on film. We should remember that you know, it should be near our hearts and near our heads. The Torah put on tzitzis, tzitzis, oh, taryag, remember the taryag mitzvahs. There's reasons for all the mitzvahs. But not reasons that we could say that's the mitzvah, that's the reason, and if it doesn't apply, I'm not going to use it. Rabbi Shimon says no. He dashed in Simon the Quran, the famous case. That's one of the only cases, actually, but it's a famous case where the person says you shouldn't take the you shouldn't take the uh, a pledge from an almana. If he lends her money, he shouldn't take a pledge. Why? Because if he takes, let's say, her blanket, her bedding, whatever she has, and he has to return it at night because she needs to sleep with it, and he has to come back in the morning and take it away. It doesn't look good. People say, who are these men coming to visit you all the time, right? Not a good idea. So Shimon says, let's say she's wealthy. She's got a couple of blankets. She, you don't need to, she doesn't need that particular one. She can give it to you. Then it's okay. You could see. So Shimon says, he says that the, the reason is, so you shouldn't come to her house, and it won't look good. But if you don't have to come to her house because she's got plenty of other ones, she's rich, then it doesn't apply. So that's, that's what Shimon Darshan time to cry in the sense that he says that's the reason and I'm going to apply it only in certain cases. We, who don't hold like Rav Shimon, we say, okay, you could darshan it, but we're not going to apply it. We're going to say if the Pesach says, you can't take a pledge from her, period. In any case, this is Rav Shimon. They both told the Pesach says, oh, so Levada, Rav Shimon Darshan is time to cry. Why did the Torah say you have to, you have to uh, give her to drink by yourself now? So she shouldn't get encouragement from another one. What's the difference? Either way, you're not supposed to have two women together drink. Let's say you have a woman who is, you learn a lot of these words because, you know, uh, put, your, put your phone on red tip now so it doesn't, uh, right? She's shaking, she's trembling, right? It's on vibrating. She's She's shaking. Why? Because she's nervous. You get a woman up there, you strip her, you, you make her feel gar- like garbage, you expose her. She's standing up there in a scarlet letter. A scarlet letter was nothing compared to this, right? And she's, she's shaking. So if she's shaking, you know that she's not uh, going to be defiant. She's not getting encouragement from somebody else. Therefore, she's allowed to. You might say, what about the other ones? I was thinking that, well... If the, if the first one was there and the second one was Muratek, you're not worried about her becoming defiant. Or it could very well be they come at the same time and one's defiant. It's not a question of which one's first. If one of them is Muratek, she's not going to get encouragement from the other one. And probably the other one's not going to get encouragement from her because this one's shaking too. So either way, if one of them is, is, is trembling, not a problem. For If one is shaking because, because the... Um, uh, you know, would you, if she, let's say she is shaking, Rashi says the kashas, would, would you give her to drink one after another? According, you're saying, according to, according to the second opinion, that it's because the possible bus because one alone, we don't care what the circumstances are. But according to Shimon, that he says that uh, the reason you don't do, the reason you don't give two together is so one shouldn't get encouragement from another. So right, so the question is, Rashi is a little bit below on the right side there. Mimashkin in other words, you're saying that if, she, if one is shaking, you would give her to drink with another one. You could set two sotas up there at the same time if one of them is shaking. He says, would you do that? We have a klal 
that in order not to make a mitzvah like a bundle, you don't do mitzvahs a bunch at a time because it makes it look like, okay, let's, you know, I don't have time for it. It's a tircha, okay, let's, let's do it all together. Let's get rid of it, you know. I wonder if that applies to the way we do Atar Sadarim, you know, a bunch of guys at one time, you know. Um, but it looks like mitzvah, you don't make mitzvahs into bundles because it looks like sadirchah. You don't give two sotas drink at one time, even under any circumstance, because the chavilah vein matar and shnei mitzvah kachas vein rotz and shnei avonim. You don't matar two mitzvah. You don't rotz shnei avonim. Let's say two two servants came at the same time. Remember that they have six years are up. They want to be an evet olam and they come to get their ear pierced with an awl at the door and all that. You don't do two at one time. But ain't orphan shnei agolus kachas. You don't you don't break the necks of two eglos and rufus at the same time. If you say no, it's mitzvah chavilos chavilos. So what do you mean that according to Reb Shimon, who darshan time to crawl, if one of them is shaking, you could. So you see, you see clearly, you know, you don't do it any mitzvahs in certain this mitzvah too. Okay, here's what we're speaking about. The mitzvah chabilos chabilos is if one coin, so one coin wants to do two at one time, it looks like it's a tircha, I'm going to do two at one time. But if, but if, two, if two different kohanim or each one is assigned to a different woman, that would, okay, that would be okay from the point of view of chavilos chavilos, because it's not two different quantum are doing it. It doesn't look like it's a bundle, like one guy's trying to get rid of it all at one time. So that would be okay. So if there's two quantum, it would be okay, except for the fact, except for the fact that we don't do it for the, for the other reason, because one shouldn't, get, uh, shouldn't become defiant by looking at the other one. She sees, okay, it's a different coin doing it, but she sees she's drinking it over there and she's happy to drink, so she, she, we don't want her to become defiant as well. Tosa says an interesting point. He says, you know, we were talking about it. The Raisa, what does the Pasuk say? Midaraisa. Can you give one, both to drink at the same time? Well, the Tanakh, the Tanakh, uh, the, uh, the Tanakhama, who's a, I mean, Yehuda says, Rabbi says, it's based on a Pasuk. Rabbi Shimon says, yeah, it's based on a Pasuk, but there's a reason for it. So in a case where uh, you see she's trembling, it's okay to do, right? So then the Gemara says, what about Chavilos Chavilos? That's Rabbonin. We're talking about Midaraisa. Midaraisa, it's mutter to do. Minaraisa, it's it's to do a coin trip shimon if they if she's shaking, if she's trembling, if she's not defiant. But he, but the mitzvah chilus is 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 a rabbanon. Tosas vayinasim was tamei my parach. By the way, the mitzvah is like a ella is a rabbanon. She was chazi like kamasa. We're talking about pesukim over here. What's the kasha? What's the kasha b'chlap? All right, that's Tosas kasha. Tana rabbanon. Upara es rosha isha. Upara es rosha isha, and um, uh, he will. Uncover, he will uncover the woman's hair. That's the basic clause. He will expose the woman's hair. How do I know that he's allowed to expose her body as well? Because we said, the Misha said, they, they have a coin takes her clothes and starts ripping them off. Uh, how do we know he's allowed to? If it would just say, just mean her hair, expose her hair, just say, here it says, you should have told me that the woman also came out tamaloma or paras rosha. So why the afterwards does it say para es rosha? What is that? Tami malamicha kohen soser. So not only does he expose it, but he also loosens it. Also undoes her braids, etc., to make her look more repulsive. Rabbi says if she was pretty, then um, they didn't do that, right? They didn't go all the way. Rabbi says no, and she had nice hair. He didn't expose it. He didn't mess it because it made her look. It made her look even more seductive. So what do we see over here? The rabbans say rip her clothes off, and if she's a little exposed, it's exposed. It doesn't mean at this point to make her totally naked. 
We'll see, but it means that you can rip you can rip her off. You can show her her uh, her bosom is can be can be exposed. Rabbi says no. If she's pretty, don't do that. So it sounds like Rabbi Yudah is more machmer. He's worried about people having impure thoughts when they look at her. Rabbanan don't seem to be afraid of that. We learned, we learned the other way around. The Tanya, a lot of this Gemara we're going to have is similar, a lot of this brought down in Sanhedrin, especially from Ahmed Bey's, talk about the things that are done, that uh, the way people are treated in courts, etc., with capital cases, uh, and things that are done to them. So we learned in Sanhedrin, we learned in Sanhedrin, when it, when it comes to uh, a person being stoned, Rahman al-Salan, a person is a uh, capital case, he's, 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 uh, he's uh, sentenced to death by stoning. When he's stoned, they put a rag, cloth, in front of his private parts, in front. But a woman is covered up in the front and on the back. Right? One in front, one in back. Because a woman... In other words, it's, uh, it's common knowledge like that too. A woman, even from her backside, is considered naked because you could see uh, Osa Makam is, is, uh, is, uh, is clear from the back as well as from the front. In other words, whereas a man, his backside is not considered as much of an erva. Obviously, a person is not supposed to expose himself stam. But our point is that for, it's not considered an erva. A man's backside is not like a woman's backside. That's what Abiyuda says. Right? So Rabbi Yudah says that a woman should be covered up a little bit in front and in the back, but that's it. A man is, is, uh, is stoned naked. She's not, she's, it's not that you put a little shmata in front and a shmata in back uh, at her private parts, but rather she's, she's stoned fully clothed. So what do you see over here? You see over here that the Chachamim or Machmor, when it comes to skill on a woman being stoned, Rabbi Yudah says, okay, she's basically naked with a little shmata there, right? Whereas the Chacham say, no, no, he's fully clothed. Seems that the Chacham are more concerned that somebody will see a naked woman and have impure thoughts. Whereas in our case, by Sota, the Chacham say, no, rip her clothes off. And Rabbi Yudah says, no, let's be concerned if she's pretty, let's uh, be concerned about people having impure thoughts. So first, the Gemara's Kasha is, the Gemara's Kasha is, is really first directly on Rabbi Yudah. You're saying here, Rabbi Yudah is worried about here, who are by Sota, by, uh, by, by the case of Skila, he's not worried about that. Amarava, hacha time am I, the whole reason of here, my shema teitze mi bezdin, zakoas v'yizkar, What's the reason why Rabbi Yudah's machmer over here? Rabbi says, listen, in the case of a woman of a Sota, don't rip all her clothes off. Why? Because you got all those little kahana, those young kahana looking over there. And if they see her, and if she drinks the water and she's pure, you know, and the water, the water doesn't kill her, and she goes out and they say, hey, Nice looking lady, we've seen her, you know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe like, uh, you still want your husband, you know, maybe they'll go chasing her, you know. That's what he said. If it's torn, it's torn. If she's exposed, exposed. The Rabban say, if she's naked, she's naked. And Rabbi Yudas says, no, no, no. So why, why, why over there, Rabbi Yudas machmer by Sota that she shouldn't be uncovered. And by, so, and by Skila, he says, let her be. She is naked. The Rabbanon says she has to be fully clothed by the case of the, of the Skila. So there, the reason there is why? Because in the case of the Sota, maybe she will live. Maybe the water won't kill her. And now they've seen her. And now they're going to be excited when, when they see her. They're going to ray after her. 
Hossam, but in the case of stoning, Hamistalka, she's gone. What's the difference? They're not going to have any... Uh, he says, Rabbutus over there, you, she doesn't have to be wearing clothes when she's stoned. Okay, you cover up her private parts, but, but um, basically she's naked, except for her private parts, she's naked. So what, what are you worried about? They're going to have a here whore? She's killed anyway. There's no, when she's up there to be stoned, she's not surviving. It's not like she's drinking and she might come out. She's gone. But still, it's like, uh, you might say, it's like looking at, uh, you, you look so when, if, if they see her, it's like looking at uh, pornography. Let's say, let's say they look at her, they'll get excited, and then they'll get excited about somebody else, about some other woman. Rava said, we have a Kabbalah. The Rashi, Rashi says like this, so a person has the Yitzhahara on only what he sees. He doesn't think about it. When he sees this woman, he has the Yitzhahara about her. It's not transferable, so to speak. It doesn't mean to say that porn is not addictive, because he's addictive to the porn. But and if a person sees this woman naked, it doesn't necessarily uh, make him terribly excited about some other woman. That's what, that's what he says. Okay, so, so that's the answer on Rabbiuta. That's why Rabbiuta is more machmir by Sota because the, girls, the boys might see her and then if she comes out of court alive, they might run after her. Whereas by Skila, there's nothing to worry about. She's dead. You answered Rabbiuta. Rabbiuta is more machmir by Sota than by Skila. But what about the Rabbonim? Why did the Rabbonim then say by Sota, it's okay for her to be Exposed, whereas by skila, uh, no, she's fully clothed. Why is that? Elam Rava, Rava is like the You're right. Rabbi is not a kasha. No, not a kasha. Like we explained, the rabbanan, the rabbanan is also not a kasha. Like what's the kasha? The rabbanan say by skila, she's fully clothed, and here she could be exposed. What's the reason why she's exposed over here? All this shame is thrown upon her because she acted promiscuously. She, her husband told her not to go into Yichud with that guy, and she went into Yichud with that guy. That's promiscuous behavior, and that's wrong. And because of that, she has to go through this whole embarrassing ordeal. So, as the Pesach says, the women should all be taught from this. So therefore, the more that we expose her and shame her by uncovering her and making her go through this whole ordeal, that's, uh, that's the better. And therefore, she has to be exposed. Hassan by Skila in the You're killing the woman. What else do you need? You know what's the whole idea? They're always to teach other people. When people see that she is stoned, that's that's going to be a good enough lesson. Look what happened to this lady who committed adultery. She was stoned. Skila is only in certain cases of of, uh, of adultery, right? Not in all cases. Like uh, an Arusa, uh, an engaged, a betrothed woman who commits adultery. Her own is Skila. Most women, their their punishment is is, uh, is chenik. But anyway. The point is that when people see her stone, people will take that to heart. You know, that's how they do it. Why do they always have a public hanging? Why does, uh, you know, ISIS, why do they do it? They do it publicly to show everybody what they're capable of and what's going to happen to them if they don't follow suit. So, so therefore there's no need to, to uh, take her clothes off and skila because you're already killing her. That's no, what's worse than that. So why don't you do both? So uncover her, right? Uncover her skila and kill her. Right, even though right, love your neighbor as yourself. Even when you're killing them, at least do it in the nicest way possible. If you got to kill them already, leave their clothes on. Okay, 
So if that's the case, Rav Nachman says that that's the nicest way to do it. So if so, we're saying now that the Rabbanon say by skila leave her clothes on. It's enough. You're killing her. Leave her clothes on. So that's a nice way to do it. So it's mash with the Rabbi Yehuda who says that in case of skila she, she's unclothed. Basically, you just have a you have a loin cloth in the front and the back, but you don't have a uh, you know you know, she's she's really undressed. So he doesn't hold Rav Nachman. Lemed Rav Nachman Tanoi. You're going to say it's Machlokes Tanom whether Rav Nachman is correct or not. Says Lo. The Kuliyam is Rav Nachman. Everybody else Rav Nachman that you're supposed to choose the best death for this person. But the question is what? It's two ways to look at it. Mar Sover Bizyone Adiflei Tfei Mitzara. One says that his Bizyone is more important than his Tsar. Choshev Alarim says Rashi in the fourth line. Veshani Lo Tfei. Right. In other words, when he gets when when she when she when she is fully clothed, her death will be slower because the pen, you know because the the clothes serve as, as some sort of a protection, not much, but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna uh, extend her her torture a little bit longer. So therefore, she'd rather be clothed and have her death be. More tortuous, right? More torturous because she's going to, you know, live longer through it and be more painful. But at least let her have her clothes on. She doesn't want to die naked. Not to be stoned naked. You know, kill me. Like it says, kill me in the fastest way you can. A bullet to the head is faster than torture, torture, torture. Like, remember we had uh, Sarmakos from Akiva, they did with the comb, remember with the combs, and they put cotton there and all that, you know, they wanted to extend his torture. So, that, so everybody holds, yes, everybody holds, kill him, you know, kill the person within the parameters that the Torah says, one of the four Mises, kill him in the easiest way for them possible. But the question is, what's the easiest way? Right, I'd rather my bazillion is more concerned. My tzara. I'd rather suffer a little bit more and not be naked. That's what that's what I'm. Mitzara de gufe than the physical pain, than the physical pain. Umar suffered tzara de gufe. You know, if you're going to kill me already, kill me the fastest way. I don't care if I'm naked. That's question how you look at it. But both of them hold that the hafla yachemocha barlo misa yafa. We said many times if it's Barla Misiyafa and they're choosing the best day, usually the Gemara says Barla Misiyafa to die the fastest way. Once you're killing Mary, die the fastest way. So why don't they just use a lethal injection, etc.? We've discussed that many times. Why don't just do lethal injection like they do today in the few places that are left in America, the democratic country par excellence, you know, that you're going to do it in the lethal way. Make sure, make sure he isn't, that he's fully recovered from, we give him the penicillin, make sure that he's over the strep, and then we kill him. We can't kill him while he's sick, right? All these crazy things. So, um, so they do a lethal injection because it's less painful. It's more humane. But, but of course, our, so, so you might say that it is more humane. You put him to sleep, give him a lethal injection, it's more painful than using the, the, the sword or, the, uh, or, or, or choking him to death or skila where he's first thrown down and then stoned. Because the Torah says, why are the four different ones we said many times? Like Rama says, because he needs that kapara, right? If skila is machlok, is what's the worst, skila or sreifa? But those are certainly more chomerdik than herig and chenek. So why why not just give him the easiest one? The answer is because he needs the kapara. The kapara part, the death is the the, the the horrible death is part of the kapara. We said if she's wearing white clothes, and as we try to make her as repulsive as possible, that's part of the procedure. So if she's wearing white clothes, we give her dark clothes. Let's say she had nice clothes, you know, like duck, 
black is in season, you know. If, she, if, if she's wearing dark clothes and they're nice, nice, so you put on ugly clothes and you put on shmatas on her. And as you do it, in every way you can. And if she was wearing ornaments, clays off, clays off, if she's wearing nice, nice ornaments, you remove them. Chita. Hashta, Nuvul, Madach, we're trying to make her as repulsive as possible, ripping off her clothes, ripping her hair apart. Uh, ripping them up, making her look disgusting. So you're going to leave her on the jewelry? If, obviously, you take off the jewelry. So, honey, me boys, are there any questions? Is Mao the same? This is even worse to wear that. Can I mention that people say, the clothes are off. In other words, she's stripped naked, the same sun, and wearing shoes. In other words, it's more embarrassing for a woman to walk around, like, or even a man, you know, he's stripped naked and he's walking around in shoes. That looks even sillier, right? So here also, if she has no clothes on and she's, she's totally, no, you know, she's, she's totally removing her clothes, not they're removing all the clothes, but she's all disgusting with the clothes and you're going to put on fancy jewelry, it doesn't go together. That doesn't go, the look just doesn't go. It's more embarrassing. I might think that. So then I think leave on the jewelry because it looks even more embarrassing. Kamashman, no, you remove the jewelry as well. And then we said, the Mishnah says, if you look in the Mishnah on, the, on Zion of Bays, the second line from the top of the page, the Mishnah there said, and you bring a cheap uh, Egyptian rope made out of uh, base or made out of uh, straw or whatever, and you tie it above her neck. So we said, uh, so the question now really is, is why do you, what's the purpose of that rope? Is it necessary? In other words, without that Mitzri, you can't proceed. That's part of the procedure that uh, that it, that it's um, uh, it, 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 uh, there's no option about that, right? Um, yeah, that, yeah. In other words, is it ma'akev that um, it, it, you, you, the procedure cannot proceed without that? So do you say this? Maybe the reason is the whole purpose of that chavamitzri is that her clothes, which have now been ripped and are falling off her body, it's so that they shouldn't fall off totally. We don't want, she's not naked. We just rip off her clothes. We rip her clothes so that she might be exposed, but they don't, she's not done naked. So maybe the reason is, is that, that it's to prevent her clothes from totally falling off. And you can use a little belt or something like that too if you don't have a chavamitzri. Or the reason chavamitzri is, is, we're going to talk about the next mission that the Torah uh, assigns her all these embarrassments in Mida Kenegan Mida, measure for measure, for what she did. Uh, he, the Gemara is going to go talk on tomorrow's Gemara, we're going to talk about that. She wore a fancy belt for her, for her adulterer, for, her, for the Noah, right? So, therefore, therefore, the, therefore, in return for that, she want a fancy belt. Now we put on the ugliest of belts, the cheapest of belts. Mida kenegin mida. She put on a fancy belt. We're going to give her a horrible belt, and therefore it is ma'akev. And therefore, it's um, it's indispensable. You can't. Uh, it's it's indispensable, and you can't proceed without it. Amalei. So they, he asked this question. Which is those are the same words as our Mishnah, but then the Brisa adds on, or the Seft adds on. The reason is for for her clothes shouldn't fall off. So even though the Gemara says later on we're going to have tomorrow's daf, we're going to see that yes, what's the purpose of the Chevel Mitzri? She put on a fancy, beautiful belt to show off to the, her adulterer, her friend. Uh, you know, to her lover. Uh, so, uh, because that we put on an ugly belt. But it's not that it's not, it's not indispensable. If you don't have an ugly belt there made from Mitzri, and you take a belt, whatever, and any belt will hold up her, her clothes, that's good enough. So the Bryce explains a little bit more than the Mishnah. 
per year. Now the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said again in, in the third line on Amid Beis, if you look back on Zion Amid Beis in the Mishnah, third line from the top of the page, says, as this is all taking place, you take, off her, you, you take off all her jewelry and you rip her clothes off and you put this rope around her neck. Um, anybody who wants to can look at her. Anybody. All, all men and women, everybody can come and look at her. Except for her slaves, because that gives her encouragement that will make her more defiant. And then the end of the Mishnah says, Everybody can look at her. Why? Because it says, right? Because the Pasuk says, and all the women should be taught from that, and they should learn from that not to do this kind of, of, of lewdness. Uh, so the Gemara says, Kasha, Gufa Kasha. First, he says, Whoever wants to look at her can look at her. Alma, Loshna, Gavri, Loshna, Nashim. Makes no difference. Men, women, anybody can look. Whoever wants to can come and look at her. Then afterwards, you said, All the women are mutar. All the women are permitted to see her. Right? So it sounds like women and Nashim ain't. Anashim lo. So which one is this? It's a clear steer within a few lines of each other. Amr Baya. Targma Anashim. When it said, Kol Harotza Liros, it's Kol Harotza, not a Rotza. Kol Harotza Liros, it's only going on the women. We're speaking about under women. Amalei Rava of our kolorotz liris baroa. It says kolorotz. It sounds like anybody. He didn't say kolinoshim. It said kolorotz liris baroa. That's what. It, that's what those words in the Mishnah. So why are you interpreting it? Your 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 interpretation might be right, but it certainly doesn't seem that way because it says anybody. Anybody means anybody. Elo Marava kolorotz liris baroa loshen agav loshenoshi. Right. The first part of the Mishnah says anybody who wants to look may look. But v'nashim chayavos lirosa. But the woman are are, are are must look at her. Shenemar v'nosu kol nashim v'losei asenikizim maschena. Probably the first answer said he doesn't like the second answer because even the second answer is kol nashim mutaros lirosa. Now we're saying that means it doesn't mean mutaros. It means chayavot. They're all supposed to look. At. In other words, all the women are herded in there and said everybody you're supposed to come and look. You know, you're supposed to come and look. So two different answers how to, how to look at this. According to the second answer, usually that's the preferred answer, that everybody's allowed to, but women must look at her because that's the Pesach. Everybody's supposed to, like you're supposed to get a lesson over here. You're supposed to be taught a lesson, and therefore people will be less promiscuous. Says the Mishnah. This Mishnah is also, we've had elsewhere, he says here, it's in, uh, it's in Megillah, but we have it in a few places, and also in Chalik. It's not pointed out here in Chalik, but in Sanhedrin. This is really the Mishnah in Sanhedrin, then we talk about everybody got mita kenegad mita. Mita shada mode, modin and lo. Right? That um, the way a person, the measure that a person measures with, that's how, he's, uh, that's how measures meted out to him also. Doesn't this sound like nakama? Revenge? That's what it is. It's revenge. Are we not supposed to take revenge? Right. You're not supposed to take revenge. God takes revenge. That's the proper way. That's mita kenegad mita. Good and bad. The way you did it, if you're good, Hashem is good to you. If you're bad, Hashem is bad to you. Why does Hashem tell us not to take revenge? I always say because that we don't know how to take revenge. You know, we think if we get a Nazi war criminal or something and uh, put him on thing, that that's revenge. It's not revenge. What's that going to do? You know, it's not really revenge. Hashem knows how to take revenge. We don't know how to take revenge. So Hashem, this is this is Torah sanctioned, so to speak. Torah sanctioned revenge. He She adorned herself for the purpose of avera, right, for adultery. nivla. Right, so Hashem did the opposite. You made yourself pretty, we're going to make you repulsive. He goes, Asatzma Laveira. She <coughs> revealed or she exposed herself for Aveira. Mokam Gila Olea. She exposed herself to Aveira. Hashem is going to expose her publicly. Be'erach Hechila, she started with the thigh. What do you mean started with the thigh? Because the derech Bia is, is that, is that the first pleasure is at the thigh, and then 
in the womb, then so to speak inside. So biorech is chila, bavera chila. That's we sort of biachach and then then the the belly. Let's call that lefichach tilka biorech chila. That's why the pasuk says that first her her thigh falls out, it gets smitten first biachach and then the and then the belly. But even the rest of the body doesn't escape either because she's going to die. Amar Yosef. Even though the midah, the, the, the measure that Hashem returns, midah she'ara modei modei, that measure that Hashem returns, meaning arba misos bezdin, the Torah-sanctioned punishments, right? Bimidah lo batal. But it is a like of that. Shemodin lo 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 bimidah, in the same measure, shemizchayvim ba. means they don't die, we, don't, we no longer have the bezdin, but they die in similar ways. Bimidah lo batal. Damar of Yosef. Even though this is Omar Rabbi Yosef, we said that the Gemara is now saying Rabbi Yosef says it in general. The Tan Beis which is destroyed, and Bezin can't uh, can't uh, perform their duties any, anymore. And even the Sederin's not here. But the Sederin is voided. But the four Mises are not are not void. I think more about bottle. They are bottle. Ela din arba misus lo bottle. The din of arba misus lo bottle. What does that mean? Mishnah is chayiv skila. A person who's chayiv skila, and up to the part of the skila process is first he's thrown off from a high position. Let's say from the second floor, or from the third floor of a. They make a stand there. It's like from that platform, and then there's stone. So a person chayiv skila. Oh no, from a gag. Also he falls off a roof. Oh chayiv dososo. Or a uh, a wild animal tramples him. What does that mean, tramples him? Also, it throws him down on the ground in the same way that's done by Skila. So, as Hashem has a way of killing us, uh, if, we commit, if we're chayv, if chayv, because that's an, even though there's no best to do it. Mishnah's chayv sreifa, person's chayv sreifa, and sreifa does not mean like burning at the stake, right? But he's, he's done the hot, the hot, uh, the hot lead is thrown down as, as, as then burning, it's a burning feeling. Mishnah's chayv sreifa, or he actually falls into a fire, which is also burning, or he's uh, bitten by a snake. And then also the the the, uh, the venom of the snake also burns him on the inside. Mishnah's chayev harigav is chayev hereg, which is a sayif. Onim so malchus, or he's either given over to the malchus or all, like to ISIS, and they decapitate him. Oh, listen, born a love, or uh, you know, or he's attacked in the street, or whatever, and they kill him that way. Mishnah's chayev chenik is chayev chenik, which is which is really death by uh, asphyxiation. Uh, either he drowns is some sort of a disease of the throat also I guess where the throat expands or something and he's not able to breathe it's a similar kind of a thing where he's asphyxiated so therefore the Torah says that what they're saying is that even though Hashem and, and that's the same idea that uh, if he's high of this the, the, whatever reason he's high of for you're not talking over here about the sins that he did the Gemara in, in Chalik in Sanhedrin says you know, if he did this sin because of that he, you know, he didn't see it. Like he says that, uh, was it by Gechasi? Because, you know, whoever didn't believe in it was not, was not Zoha, you know, he was not Zoha to see the Abram and Saran there, right? When it was Gechasi, right? That he, was, he didn't believe that the Yeshua was going to come, so he wasn't Zoha to see the Yeshua. So that's all part of the, uh, the, the, you know, the same idea, that if people wait for the Gula, they'll be Zoha to see the Gula. If they don't believe in it, they're not going to not be part of it. That's all Mida can give me. He was just telling you that the, that the Mida that you're supposed to get for Abnis Bezden is still about the Tanya Romero, Menaynsha Mida, Sha'adam Modid Modinilo. How do we know that in the way that a person measures out uh, is measured for him, that he gets the same thing that he, he did, so to speak? And I was like, he gets what's coming to him, right? He did something, therefore, uh, the way he did it, that's how he gets back. Shnamar Pasuk says, Besasa Beshilcha Trivana. Strange Pasuk says, in the measure 
when he's sent away or when she is sent away to Ravenna, that's what you'll contend with. In other words, it's like, like the measure that you put out, that's the measure you're going to get. You know, the way you treat others is the way you're going to you know, treat others. What's the lotion of the um, you know, people also? We have that uh, concept that... Um, uh, that um, um, what's the lotion that... Uh, I, it just escapes me, the Pusik. What does the Pusik say that... Um, you know, the way you see in the water, that's how it's reflected back to you. It's a pusik. Kamayim upon him upon him, kain leva adam laadam, right? Kamayim upon him upon him, right? Just like the water reflects you, that's the person, a leva of a person to another person. Just like water reflects what you give, what you gifted, it gives back to you. The same way, if you are nice to a person or not nice to a person, the way you show your heart to a person, that's how the person re- re- uh, replies to you. So that's that's fine if it's a big measure. Sounds like a saw. A saw is a big measure. If you get a saw, how do you know if you sinned even in a small measure? Uh, for example, Tarkov. Tarkov is tray of It's like three cobs, two, three cobs, three cobs, like a half a saw. Chatsi Tarkov, half of that, um, half of that, which is uh, one and a half cob. Or let's say it's a cob. Chatsi Kav, Rova is a quarter of a cob. Chatsi Rova, an eighth of a cob. Tuman might be a sixteenth, Rochel might be a thirty-second of a cup. Smaller measures, Minayin, how do we know? Tamalomi, Kikol Sa'on So'en Barash. All the armor of the armored man is in the tumult, in the, in the, in the noise, meaning whatever it is. Now, what does, have to, what, does, what does the armor have to do with the measure? Because the word Sa'on armor is similar to the word Sa'ah. So as if to say any measure that's there, any measure will go into the noise. Any measure that a person does, he gets, it, it's, it gets pointed back. Warren Saturn says that um, if you hurt, if you, you know, if you prick your finger or hurt your finger, stub your finger, that's all Menashemayim. It wasn't didn't just happen by by, by happenstance. It's all minashemaim. Everything is, is you know paid back for. We don't always know what the reason is, right? Why we the people who are you know the, those crazies who say you know the reason they died is because they did this and this and this is. How do you know? <laughs> when did God speak to you? We don't know what the reason is. We know a person's punished. He's punished for his sins or for the sins of Kol Yisrael or whatever. We don't know. We know Hashem takes measure measure, but we don't. We can't interpret each individual thing why it happened. Not only, you say, that's even the smaller measure. So how do you know that even every little, little tiny item, like a little coin, like every little amount adds up to one cheshman, that every little sin that you do, Hashem just keeps that in the books. He doesn't forget anything, and he adds it all up and pays it back. One to one, like one added to one to make the cheshman. In other words, for good and for bad. Right? For good and for bad, Hashem adds up everything. And then we, we find the same thing, right? This is, uh, that's, this is all Gemara and Sanhedrin. I said almost all this stuff is found in Sanhedrin. That, uh, that's in Mira The Chaim we find the same thing by Sota. Here he gives an example. The measure that she measured out, that's how we measure out to her. She stood by the door of her house, lay rose to be seen. In other words, how did this all happen? It didn't happen. This was not an Ishit Snua sitting saying Tillam all day in the base Medrash, you know, with the, with the, with her shape on. This is a woman who is promiscuous. She stood by the door of her house to be seen. Therefore, the Kohen sets her up the Sharnikna, Umara Kolona Lakal, and shows off her shame to everybody. He parsal Sidram, knowing she put on a fancy, uh, you know, a fancy veil, a fancy head cover on her hair, right? Um, right, Al Rosha, Lefichach Kohen, will keep him Al Rosha. Therefore, Hashem, the the Kohen removes her her head covering, right? Because if she put on a fancy one. Therefore, we take it off. and puts it by her feet. He kosh She made herself pretty. She adorned her face. Lefichach Panea Marikos. Therefore, we therefore one of the things that happens is that her face turns green. 
Rashi says here at the top, Rashi, Hafi Tani Lakamon, Aim Sepikas Lishtos. Soon as she drinks, as soon as she starts drinking, her face turns bad. Of course, when it comes to the the, the, and the whole body, we saw, goes bad, right? But it starts in terms of the Yerach. The Yerach is before the Betan, as we said, because that's the order of, of the, um, uh, that's the order that, that, that's, that's mentioned. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about that, because first, because when, when, she, when she drinks, right, it says over there that, uh, that, that, the, that the Yerach is first, but the, 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 the Pasuk, that when, that, that, that she, she turns green, yeah, but, but the stomach, the, the, I don't mean the stomach, I mean the, 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 the belly area goes bad first because it goes kederach of the water. Since the water comes down, so to speak, like the water is effective. We'll talk about that. But the point is that her face turns green because, you know, she made herself pretty, so we make herself ugly. Uh, we make her ugly. And now she uh, painted her eyes. Therefore, her eyes turn ugly. They, they protrude. They look ugly. She braided her hair for him. The coin, so to for the coin. Undoes her hair. He She pointed with her finger to him. You know, like come on in. Therefore, her uh, her nails fall out. Her nails fall. That's also part of the ordeal. Okay, um, right. He um, She uh, she uh, uh, put on a, a fancy belt. Right, she girded herself with a fancy belt. Right, so here you see that Gemara that we talked about before. Right, that that uh, before we brought it down, the reason is mida kenegin mida, and therefore it's uh, and therefore is it ma'akiv? Is it indispensable? So he said, no, it's not really indispensable. The main thing is to keep her clothes up, but the, the, the preferable way is to do that. It's not ma'akiv. In other words, you're supposed to do that, but lechatchil you should use this ugly belt. But uh, part of the mita can a gemita. But if you can't get the mita can a gemita, if it's not, you can use any belt at least to hold up her clothes. He pushed the lasirecha. She thrust out her thigh, her, her thigh to the to the to the uh, lover. Lefichach Therefore, her thigh falls out. He kablasa al kresa. She uh, accepted him on her belly, so to speak, in the act. Lefichach bitnats over there for her 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 um, her belly swells up. She gave him, uh, you know, beautiful, you know, fancy food to eat. She gave him fancy, fancy food to eat. And therefore, in return, we do the opposite. Her carbon that she brings is the carbon of an animal. Because, is, is, is a, 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 what do you mean carbon of an animal? The carbon that an animal eats. Fodder, meaning barley. An animal eats barley, he doesn't eat wheat, he eats barley. Which is, a, you know, hers and the... And the uh, and the carbon seabor of carbon armor, the only carbonists that are bought from barley. She gave him fancy wine to drink, and fancy glad and fancy goblets. Therefore, the mayim arm, when she actually drinks it, remember the mayim arm is made up from the parchment that's with the dirt from the base of Migdash and the water and all that. And how do they give her to drink? In a cheap, lousy earthenware cup. Again, to show... Just the opposite. You gave her this. We're gonna now. We're gonna make you look. Everything is bad about you. The way you look. The way you're dressed. The way we're, everything we're doing to you. Everything is make is gonna be is gonna be bad. Everything mita kenegin mita. He yasabaseser. She did it quietly. That's usually where these things take place. The tryst takes place in a quiet in a hidden place. Baseser. So therefore, yoshe baseser elyon. Their bone shalom is baseser elyon. Samba upon him. He takes his eye turn. As the pasuk says, you know, v'samti es panai ba'ishahu. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to put my eye on you, right? I'm going to look at. I'm going to say for Yosef because of Sejer says Shemar. But I know Noaf, the eye of the adulterer Shomer Neshef, 
waits for, for twilight, you know, he wants it dark. Lay more low to Shireni Ayan, nobody's going to see me. The gear says, he brings an Esther Pusik. Um, the Seser Ponim Yosim. Roshim says the one who is not, like the one who is hidden, the one who is Seser Ponim, Hashem, who is Seser Ponim, can't see, he's going to look him. Dover Acher, he also the Seser, because she did a Beseser, not that the Seser is going under Bon Shalom. The first shot is that she did something Beseser, so the Yosha Beseser is going to look at her. The other shot is, he also Beseser, she did it in a hidden form, secretly. Hamakam Pirsim of a Gol. Therefore, in return, Hashem is going to make, is going to expose her publicly. Shinemar, Techasa Sina Bemasom. The one who covers hatred in a secret high place, his evil, right? He does his he does his hatred and his bangs in a in a hidden way. Hashem is going to be Megal is going to reveal his evil publicly. Right? So the Gemara now says, Now let's go back to those Psukum we said before, the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Once you learn out, remember where he said, like, how do you know? How do you know? When in the measure, when it's sent out, that's when you're going to contend with. You send out this measure, you're going to contend with. The Mar said, okay, that's only a big saw. How do you know? A little one? Okay, we got another plastic he calls to own. Every measure, so to speak, right? And how do you know that every little proof is added up? So once you have What do I need every measure? You already said every puta, every little thing that you do, every tiny little act that you do, you look the wrong way, you did this wrong, it's all added up. So what do I need called sons Barash Okay. We all know that the that it's measured, we, we know that everything you do is measured up. But how do we know that you're going to be punished in the same way, the same way that you did it? Or mita kenegamita. Mita kenegamita means also, if, you know, if you're nice to people, they'll be nice to you, right? You're going to you give out staka, Hashem is going to give it back to you. Mita is also for bad. You did this bad, Hashem is going to give it back to you, just the opposite, right? So that's lakamita. That's kikalson is the measure. Notice from the pasuk of, of pruta pruta, we know everything that you do is added up, good and bad. How do we know that it's mita kenegamita? That's lakamita. Meach nafkalan mechikalson son barash, which is tells me for measures is in there because it says saa, right? Even though the word saon means means armor, but it's similar to saw, so we say it means measure. So what do I need the first pasuk? Basasa Bashilchatrivana, right? Once it says call sons on every measure, what do I need the first pasuk for of in the big measure that you send out, you will contend. Lamali, the Kravchina Bar Papa, Dhamra Khina Bar Papa, Ain Gushbach and Nifrikal Mina Uma, Atsha Shilucha. Rashlam doesn't pay back a any nation any nation state for its terrible sins until it does away with it. Rashi says uh, um, uh, in other words, when Hashem destroys a whole nation for, forever, that's when um, that's when Rishon pays it all back. And as he doesn't pay the whole bill back until he destroys it, he might get a little punishment here and there. But Hashem doesn't really pay him back. When Hashem destroys the gets rid of it from this world, like let's say uh, you're going to talk about Egypt. The more is not about Egypt. So Egypt really today is not the Egypt of old. The Egyptians who sent our forefathers out, those aren't the Arabs who took over today. Those are, it's a different nation, right? So Bishasha, when, when, when the nation's gone, that's when he's going to really contend with it. Bishasha, and then he gives the whole measure and he pays him back. Then the Gemara goes on. We'll pick it. We'll stop here. The Gemara goes on to say, uh, "What do you mean? The three Kosos that Yosef saw in the dream? What were they for? And trying to show you that." That that's not the case, right? That they're not not the case, and they're still around. That point is that Hashem punishes even before, when, not only when He gets rid of the whole uh, when He gets rid of the whole country. That that thing doesn't apply. Tomorrow's going to go into that, and we'll pick it up tomorrow again. Mitzvahim five twenty the rest of the week. It's really into next week also probably, but we'll, let's take one thing at a time. Daya litzara b'shata.
Mm-hmm.